Welcome to the Adam Rothstein Hockey Podcast. This is your podcast for all things hockey. On this podcast, we talk about past history to the modern day and what you can do to grow the sport. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome into episode number 74 of the Adam Rossian Hockey Podcast. It is May 8th, 2023, people. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, last night uh, is what we will be covering. Uh, so I do want to start off with the New Jersey Devils. The New Jersey Devils. We had the Super Hughes Brothers, even though Newark is not the city of brotherly love, it still occurred in the tri-state area, so I guess we'll give it a pass there. So the Devils came out very strong in the in Game 3, and for whatever reason, they seem to be doing well in Game 3s right now, or at least in this playoffs uh, playoff uh, cycle. So they go up 3-0, uh, Timo Meyer gets his first goal of the playoffs, and think, and it couldn't have come at a better time. He gets it pretty early, uh, at about uh, four or so minutes in. Uh, then Mr. Hughes, not Luke Hughes, but Jack Hughes, gets it, uh, and uh, gets it on there. And he also assisted with the uh, Meyer goal. Is as well. Um, so we've got that. I mean, the Devils lit up the lamp uh, in this game. I mean, it was more lit than. Um, wow, I'm trying to. It it's more lit than than the sun. Whatever, bad joke, Adam. Bad joke. Um, so this was the. Yeah, so, and then Michael McLeod uh, decided to get in on the action for his second goal of um, the playoffs. Nico Heischer uh, got in in the first minute, and I'm like, what's going on in New Jersey? And and I honestly had no clue of what was going on in New Jersey, but... Uh, but then Sebastian Ajo decides to get in on it as well. So he gets a goal. Then uh, Damon Severson decides to get in on the action. Jordan Martinick tries to bounce back for the Hurricanes, but it does nothing. Miles Wood gets in in the third period. Jack Hughes gets another one and then Jordan Stahl just doesn't want to let the game run away too much. He gets in um, with a shorthanded goal, and then uh, Seth Jarvis gets in on with another shorthanded goal um, as well uh, within about a minute or so uh, time frame. So I think the Devils need to work on that if they're going to win this series. 
Then Palat gets the last one, but the Devils did get on the power play, on a different power play, so that's uh, fine. Uh, I've got to admit here, uh, so we're going to go into this. Uh, I think Luke Hughes and Jack Hughes certainly mesh well together. Well, when you're brothers, it's clear, and, and we haven't really seen a brotherly um, line or brothers really work on the ice together, whether it was a deep... We haven't really seen that since the Sedin brothers, uh, Sedin twins, and, and it's kind of... It's kind of nice seeing that. I mean... I mean... I mean, Luke Hughes got two assists in this game, and, and I think for whatever reason, it just... The chemistry was working well. Everything was going in the devil's favor. They were home, and and I think they're going to win game four. Now, the now the one thing is that, you know, are they going to sleep uh, slip up? Uh, is Vanacek going to have a bad game? Uh, are they not going to score as much? Are they going to get in the box a lot? It, you know, I think those are going to be the key factors here. So if they can stay out of the box and focus on a five-on-five game, I think the Devils can find a way to win in those difficult situations. And Luke Hughes is going to be great in the regular season next year. I think he's going to do that. So um, we'll see much more of that to come. Uh, we'll see that uh, so on May 9th, we're gonna see the we're not we're not soon to see them until the 9th. So you gotta wait till Tuesday to see this. So we will not see them until the 9th as well. So uh, that covers game one. And it was a good thing that these games ran about three hours apart from each other. So they got done when they needed to uh, get needed to be done. Okay, let's get into my favorite game of the night. This was the Florida Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs, or as I like to call them, the Toronto Maple Loafs, because, yeah, they're whatever. <laughs> Bad joke, Adam. Okay, so uh, Sam Lafferty wanted, uh, started this game off with a goal for Toronto, and uh, and I thought, okay, all right, you know, it's after the first period, you know, I kind of expected Toronto to take at least one game, especially after, especially due to the fact that each game has only been won by the Panthers, either with a one or two goal difference. So I'm not going to be surprised if Toronto gets one and gets it here. But uh that that was not the case. The Panthers wound up winning this three to two. Now in the second period, Anthony Duclair gets his second of the playoffs on a great uh deep against uh wall. And uh I should probably mention the uh that as well. So uh so Samsonov uh, took a very, uh, it, it was a very interesting uh, play that happened. So there was a penalty 
that was coming up. But uh, in that, uh, at, at around the start of the uh, second period. And, and I do think that had Samsonov been in the net for Toronto, I think they might have been able to get out of this. So, Samsonov. So he got injured. Uh, so it was, it was not even a minute into the second period. All right. Um, so in sunrise, uh, Ilya Samsonov left early in the second period of Toronto's Maple Leafs three to two overtime loss uh, to the Florida Panthers. Uh, Joseph Wall did step. He stepped in, and, and and honestly, I thought he did great. Not not just as a backup goalie. I think he did spectacular period because the only thing was that at the uh, last minute of the uh, of the game is that he uh, just could not plop down to the butterfly he was looking over his shoulder and uh, and and uh, the and the puck just got by him and, and I've got to admit that that I mean, if you're in a weird situation like that, and 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 a guy is just doing a wraparound really quickly, and he's all he's coming over from the other side and and does that trick play, you know, you're gonna be it's gonna be interesting too of what happens. Okay, so we get that. Um, so Reinhardt uh, was the winner of this, and 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 also the fact that you know he was initially you know you know he was a little did a dirty play, but then he comes back and he wins it for Florida. I think that like puts you know it definitely does. It's like oh geez, heartbreak for Toronto fans. I get it. I get it. I mean, like, you know, growing up a Capitals fan and just always seeing the Capitals being railroaded by the by the Penguins was just just tough to deal with, especially in 2009. That was, um, you know, that was a real tough one there. And it, and it didn't matter whatever they whenever they were coming up against Pittsburgh or something. They, they, they'd always lose except for 2018. And that was the uh, only time I really remember them ever beating uh, the Penguins. So there's that. So I get it, Toronto. Uh, God bless you. So you get that. So we got Gustav. So um, Duclair got that in the second period. Gustafson decides to put Toronto up. And uh, then Carter Verhage, the... The guy who threw the dagger into the heart of the Boston Bruins, uh, he gets it. We're tied at two. We're going third period. Nothing. Just nothing can get done. Joseph Wall is dominant, and uh, he just can't. And he doesn't let anything through until Sam Reinhart uh, beats him on the wraparound. And, and honestly, when you look over your left shoulder and you expect to see him and then He's right there on a very, very interesting way. He was not going to the post. He was a little bit out. Uh, and 
and uh, Wall was not playing uh, the position properly. And I think, I mean, Reinhardt was surprised him, and and that's what you're supposed to do as a player. You're supposed to surprise the goalie. And and I don't know how Samsonov would have done, but or responded in that situation. You know, and also, he doesn't have to go five-hole. And if Samsonov is a little out further, you know, he just hits it to the other side of the net, and it's in. You know, so it's just, it is what it is, Toronto. And there's no guarantee you'd win this with Samsonov. And and that interesting uh, play in, as well, um, I'll get back to that in a, real quickly... Um, so at the time of the injury, Samsonov had made eight saves for the Maple Leafs, who were leading one nothing. He entered the game uh, 4-4 with a 3.27 goals against Swall made 18 saves on 21 shots, and uh, but you know those other three certainly cost him. You know, and and and, I, and like I said. Before he certainly, he certainly did prove his worth, and I think he's going to be. He could definitely be a starter if given Joseph Wall could be a starter given the time. So uh, here is uh, one of the coaches. All right. So the first thing I'm thinking about is hoping Samsonov is is not too bad. Okay, Wall said. Uh, hope for the best for him. After that. It was focusing and trying to get to the place I need to be mentally, and I think I did a good job of settling that. Um, if it was on the neck, I'm still not seeing. So it's still an undisclosed injury, but what I saw on television last night was that it was either on a shoulder or it t- or he took it right on the neck um, after uh, the uh, hooking penalty and uh and and I think uh geez I forget who the player was um as well so so it doesn't say that here but but um someone I think it might have been on Barkov I could be wrong about that but so apologies there but I think when, uh, but whenever you're getting, you're hooking someone in hockey, you're hooking your opposing player, and the opposing player is running into your goalie, is about to score on your goalie, and you hook that player, and your goalie's down with a big injury, uh, that might, that's sort of on you. I think you you got to let that go, and I think... Had that hooking penalty not happened, you know, that's still a goal, but you still keep Samsonov in. So, as well. Now, the uh, second goal uh, that was scored for the Maple Leafs, though, uh, Mark Stahl, I believe, decided to... It was either Mark or Eric Stahl. Um, yeah, yeah, it was Mark, who decided to who just tried to reach for it, but it still bounced off his stick. So, you know, you know, like in, in the heat of the moment, you know, you're going to make those 
those mistakes, but uh, it is what it is. And uh, But the Panthers walk away with that 3-2 win, and it's very big. Sunrise was going crazy, and, and uh, you know, props to the Maple Leafs fans for showing up, but uh, still, sorry. And, but uh, I do want to comment on the ticket thing, the ticket master thing. I think that was dumb for the Panthers uh, front office to make that decision of like, you know, oh, no, we're going to get priority seatings for our home fans. And it's like, no, no. Whenever the, the, the ticket sales go, whenever the ticket goes, tickets go on sale, that is open to the entire public. That is open to the public. You do not, you know, you don't get preferential treatment to the Devils fans when they're playing at Prudential Center and facing the Rangers. They don't get they don't get preferential treatment during the regular season. You shouldn't get preferential treatment during the postseason. It's that simple. And and that was a very bad move. But of course, the Maple Leafs. Fans were able to get in the ones who wanted or had the money and the finances and the resources to to cross the border and come down to Sunrise. So so that was done as well. And uh, but uh, yeah, there was that. And uh, and I definitely think that was a that was a very bad move. Uh, Ticketmaster, the the the, uh, the front office of the Panthers should be ashamed now and now you can't blame the players you can't blame the fans you can't blame anyone but the front office and ticketmaster for do for allowing this so very bad move on the panthers even though i want them to win the stanley cup i got to call balls and strikes here bad move on the front office bad move on ticketmaster okay the stars uh were struggling against the kraken and uh, we've got that. So after the first period, I'm thinking, uh, okay, it's not going to be much. And and I actually, I go to bed and I turn off the TV. So I did not get to see the second or the third period. So I missed quite a lot. So here we go. Uh, Jordan Eberle finds, uh, starts it off uh, early in the second period. So it's like, okay, that's understandable. Alex Wenberg gets a goal. Carson Sosi gets his first of the playoffs. Matt Bernier gets his second of this playoff cycle. Mason Marchment gets his third for Dallas, and he puts Dallas on the board, even though after it's uh, 4-1 after that. And Ely Tolvinen uh, gets his second uh, 5-1 there and uh Yanni Gorday puts it makes it 6-1 Seattle and then Janny Hackenpaw uh decides to do to give the Dallas another goal but Justin Schultz uh gets a power play goal at the end of the third period to make it 7-2 Seattle and uh and that's it. We had we had two blowouts today. Um or maybe it wasn't a complete blowout in New Jersey, but but there were teams that scored over six goals. To score six goals in a playoff game is a lot. And 
Seattle did it seven times. Scored goal seven goals. So nothing too much. I think, to be honest with you, I've got to admit that the Kraken, if, if the Kraken go to the Stanley Cup Finals, um, I think it would still, it would be good for hockey. Don't get me wrong. It would be good if any of these teams win it went right now. That includes the Maple Leafs, okay? Um, because the teams right now have that are in this have not won either in a very long time or over a decade plus, or they've never won it at all, like Seattle and Florida uh, as well. And, and Vegas, and Vegas, even though they've been to one. So whatever happens, it, it's going to be... It's going to be fun. I don't really have much to say on Seattle. I think on this Seattle game, I did not get a chance to watch this. And and that's the problem of being on the East Coast as well. Yeah, but there is one thing I'll take away from this. So Seattle did score on three shots on goal. So I think... So they so I think you need to definitely look at your goalies and just reevaluate something there and you need to I don't I'm not calling for a complete overhaul with Dallas but you need to certainly make adjustments as well and maybe you you try something else with a goalie I mean it, it worked for New Jersey that when they put in Schmid so I think I think you should definitely adjust for this as well, uh, as well, Winberg made it to zero at three thirty-six of the second, taking a drop pass from Jaden Short on a two-and-two two rush. All right, let's read over some notes here on NHL.com. So the Kraken are the fifth team in the past twenty-five years to have sixteen different goal scorers through the first. 16 playoff games joining the Avalanche in 2022, the the Vegas Golden Knights in 2020, the Columbus Blue Jackets in 2019, and the Detroit Red Wings in 2011. Seattle forward Daniel Sprong left at 11:21 of the second period after taking a hit in the corner. No update other than obviously not available for the remainder of the game. We'll have an update, whether it's tomorrow or the next day, said Coach David Haxtell. Uh, Kraken forward Jared McCann, who has played since Game 4 of the first round on April 24th because of an... Un- who has not played since Game 4 of the first round on April 24th because of an undisclosed injury practiced without a red non-contact Jersey at morning skate. So where do I think that series is headed? I think I think you'll get it you'll get a game six out of this. I think you will. I think Dallas certainly just had a bad night. It's possible, but I don't know what else could be said about uh you know Seattle and Dallas. If anything, this was probably the least interesting to watch. Even though the Devils came in, 
because the Devils coming in and it's a 2-1 series right now. And you have a series out of that. You know, New Jersey can make a series out of this. Um, Dallas, it, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel the same. You know, and Dallas was was up one nothing, And then they, you know, they're tied at, at 1-1. And then Seattle goes in to Seattle and and demolishes them. It, it, it's different. And I think uh, I think you could see there are a lot of matchups that can happen, but whoever wins their series uh, will be the better team, obviously. And, and it's not going to be on some fluke play. You need, you know, you're going to have your guys all ready to go, ready to go, or you're going to, or you're not going to have them and you'll falter. But I think you'll see a, a great series as well, um, even though this is the one I'm least interested in. So tonight at 8.30 on ESPN, you, we've got the Golden Knights taking on the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, speaking of Jordan Eberle, he is not there, but Ryan Nugent Hopkins is um, and Connor McJesus and Leon Dreisaitl uh, are going to be facing off against Mr. Eichel. So there's that. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Phil Ke- um, I don't know if Phil Kessel is going to make an appearance tonight, but he, but I think may- maybe you need the veteran in here. May- maybe you need to get the veteran in there and... And uh, and uh, just you know, and just have him do something because because honestly, Vegas should try something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just uh, I I definitely think Vegas should try something again with him, and uh, and maybe you don't uh. You know, you don't go down 3-1 in the series right now because, or I'm sorry, you don't go down 2-1 in the series and you can go up 2-1 and beat the Oilers as well. But Vegas is hurting. And and I think you bring in Kessel just to, you know, as a veteran perspective, I think. I mean, ne- never mind. Never mind. I think, okay, so here's who I think is going to win this series. The Edmonton Oilers are going to win this series, but they'll lose to uh, Dallas or Seattle. I think, I still think Dallas is going to come out of that series, honestly, because I just think they had a bad night. They were in Seattle for the first time in the playoffs, and they have to get used to it. But... So I think Game Four is going to be a must. Game Four is a must for them, but that I think uh, Dallas will win that. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up uh, more on Phil Kessel in a moment. Phil Kessel certainly is the Iron Man of hockey, and I'm not gonna lie. So putting aside the Phil Kessel stuff, I think I think Vegas just needs to. You know, not rely so heavily on one person and uh, just get it done. I think 
I think they were lucky uh, with the six goals, even though Leon Dreisaitl got four in the first game. But but I think Vegas could find a way to claw their way back and win this, honestly. And I'd like I'd like to see them in the finals more than I'd like to see the Edmonton in the finals, to be honest with you. That's just my personal preference. Okay, uh, we are out of time. So uh, if you like this, uh, please subscribe to my Substack on uh, uh, as well, uh, rothsteinaid.substack.com. A link for that will be in the show notes or description if you're on YouTube. So there's that uh, as well. Um, so you have YouTube that. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, like this podcast. Share this podcast. Rate this five stars. And uh, write me a little review if you think all that's worth it. With that being said, peace out.